0: In recent years, humanitarian responses have been complicated by compounding crises, such as climate change, epidemics and pandemics, and complex conflicts. In an ever-changing humanitarian and development space, we ask, what does the security and safety of aid workers look like? And what might it look like in the future? I'm Tara Arthur from the Global Interagency Security Forum. In each episode, I'll be speaking to guests about topics such as the localization of aid, the ups and downs of community acceptance, and the role of security in a digital world. Join me as we unpack the evolutions of NGO security risk management Welcome to today's episode where we have several members of the GSF Secretariat with us. It's wonderful to have all of you. Everybody just say a quick hello. 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 That was was a very good collective hello. We'll work on that for the end. (laughs) (laughs) But today's an interesting and awesome episode, if I might say, because it's an opportunity for you to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes with the GSF Secretariat. Um, really looking forward to hearing from the team with us on their highlights from 2022. And we're going to take a little bit of time to reflect on some of the memories and amazing work that this team and, and those of us um, the GSF Secretariat, our members, and our, our many, many supporters out there have all helped us contribute to this past year. We're really looking forward to a wonderful 2023. So, yeah, let's start with a couple of greetings from the colleagues that we do have on with us today. Um, I'll start with you, Scarlett.
1: Hello, I'm Scarlett, and I am the Research and Communications
2: Assistant here at GSF. I'm Megan. I'm the project and Membership Officer based in Manchester.
3: Hi, I'm Izzy. I'm an Admin and Projects Assistant based in London.
4: I'm Emily. I'm also a Projects and Admin Assistant. I'm based in Manchester.
0: I'm Tara Arthur, Senior Projects and Membership Officer based in the US. So we're going to go back around and chat a little bit with our amazing team members that we have with us. And we're going to share a couple of highlights from 2022. So who would like to start? I think
1: research.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, yeah, think I mean that's a great idea.
1: But <laughs> loads of exciting things to discuss with you guys. Yeah, we had a busy year in the research team. One of the big highlights was the Security Risk Management Essentials certificate that we released. So we worked with that, worked on that with Disaster Ready and released that in July last year. So it's a really exciting project that we did which is kind of an introduction to security risk management we tried to aim at the, the staff not our members really but those staff who kind of have security responsibilities or want to understand how security impacts their role because security is everybody's job right it's not just for our security staff so we wanted to make sure that we provided people with a tool that they could go online spend a couple of hours and see how they can kind of implement those processes and those policies in their everyday work and help to keep themselves and their colleagues safe. It looks at things like you know security risk assessments and security plans, but also people management and digital security. And we got a really, really great response from that. I think we had almost eleven thousand registrations for that already, and almost two thousand people have already completed the certificate. And in very exciting news, we're also going to be releasing the French and Spanish versions very soon. So even more exciting things to come there.
0: Wow, congrats, congrats. Um, Thank you. That's a really big accomplishment for the research team and the secretariat and for all the people who've been able to benefit from that. That's really outstanding work, guys.
1: Yeah, and it was great to work with Megan on hosting an introduction webinar on that, which we hosted alongside INSER. was nice for us to work together with the events team on that one.
0: Ooh, tell us about that, Megan.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's a
2: really good event, especially because we could work with INSA and just really start like discussing the professionalization of SRM and showing people different things they can now get um, as like qualifications or showing you know their expertise. And we had really great feedback, especially from a lot of regional people that attended. I think it was one of our best events last year.
0: Yeah, I personally enjoyed that event as well. And I was just thinking about some of the resources that are beneficial to that work that goes into, you know, becoming certified and obtaining the certificate. And Izzy, I see you here and I'm wondering if you might want to uh, speak on some of the work that's related.
3: Yeah, so um, last year we also released a really exciting tool called Toolbox, which is a progressive web app, fully downloadable, and it contains security templates and resources from GISF and other organisations, which will help those staff who might have security responsibilities or need to quickly implement security processes to do that effectively and safely and making it easier to respond to new and evolving challenges. So it has loads of chapters. It has covers assessments, security plans, incident response, information management, collaboration, and training. And as I said, it's fully downloadable, so it can be accessed offline. A really exciting release in 2022.
0: Wow, that's wonderful. It's a great resource indeed. And did you say that there's any translations expected for 2023 for that one?
1: Translation is something that we've tried to work quite hard on over the last year. And we've got some very exciting things coming up in 2023 as well. So like I mentioned, we've got the um, Security Risk Management Essential Certificate coming out in French and Spanish. Last year, we also released our Partnerships and Security Risk Management Joint Action Guide in French and Spanish. And we released our Security Risk Management for Smaller NGO Guide in Arabic as well. So I think what we're really trying to do is make sure that we're making our resources as accessible as possible and as as usable as possible for so many people. You know, a lot of the work that takes place, it's not taking place in kind of countries where everybody's speaking English. So it's really important for us to try and kind of broaden out our horizons in terms of who we're aiming our resources at. So it's something that we're definitely going to be focusing on on doing a lot more of and trying to make sure that as many people as, as we can possibly share our resources with can access and understand those. That's why we're also coming up with a glossary in 2023, of security risk management terms, which we will be translating into French, Spanish and Arabic to kind of really facilitate that. I think there's a lot of discrepancies in kind of the terminology that we use in the sector. And so I think we're working on that project with some of our members kind of around the world to make sure that we can try and break down some of the jargon and make sure that, you know, we can kind of spread an understanding of security risk management in kind of a really accessible way.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. Um... Really well said. I would turn it over to you, Megan, about events and translation and some of the events that may have happened in 2022.
2: Yeah, I think agreeing with Scarlett, trying to make a lot of our resources um more accessible for people. So with the SRM certificate, you know, a lot of regional people come to that event, but we also hosted a workshop on the French Partners Guide, which had so many registrations. Um, so I think looking ahead we want to do more of those in 2023 but it had such great feedback emmanuel stroop who hosted the french one was amazing and i think it was a really positive event and i know we also did spanish and tara got to visit panama and actually faced it in person um i don't know if you want to reflect on that as well
0: yeah, it was it was a wonderful opportunity to be in Panama. We did the partners workshop in Spanish, which was fantastic. Everyone who attended Really had so much insights to share on the subject. We also did managing sexual violence on that trip, as well as met with other security leads in the region. And it was a really nice opportunity to bring the region together a little bit. And we're looking forward to doing more of that in 2023, bringing members of the Lac region and other regions together, and not just you know having events and opportunities to collaborate in that way, but also, just harnessing the the incredible knowledge that each of the regions has. And I think we'll continue to see some of that integrated into our upcoming roundtables and other event formats that we have. I'm thinking 2022, so much to unpack. Thousands, literally thousands of people touched. That's absolutely incredible. I think the entire GSF team should be really proud and our members There's so much to celebrate and so much impactful work. For you, as members of the Secretariat, what are some of your fondest memories of the last year?
2: For me, from an events point of view, as well as membership, was getting back to in-person. Because when I started at GISF, it was all virtual. So I never experienced an in-person event. I never really got to meet anyone. But this year, our forums went to hybrid so I got to travel and meet a lot of members in person and really get the benefit of networking and also the humanitarian networks and partnership week went back to in person just getting that like face-to-face like value of events and networking and just meeting so many different people was really a highlight for me.
0: I'm going to jump in and echo that on so many wavelengths, and I'm going to share my 2022 highlight right alongside you, Megan, because at the end of 2022, I had the absolute exciting opportunity to meet the Secretariat in full in person. And for me, the last few years at GSF has a lot, primarily virtual. And it was so incredible to have the opportunity to meet many of you in person give you guys actual high fives and hugs and 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 just be able to interact with you on -on one-on-one basis and that is definitely not lost on me and it was also such a delight to meet so many members in person who i've seen over the last few years virtually anytime we get to do that at a forum is always amazing and i think you're absolutely right and how powerful those in-person experiences are. But I'm also really, really appreciative of what the virtual world looks like now and what it means Mm. for accessibility, because I'm really thankful for the fact that, you know, this the way we are learning to use our virtual world to support the many great initiatives that JS has going on, I think has been very transformative, not just for me on a personal level, but I think it's definitely drawing attention to how we can exchange and learn from one another on so many different topics and really leverage the GSF network. So it's it's exciting that we're getting back to in-person. It's exciting that we're also continuing to maximize our virtual interactions.
2: Following up from what Tara said about being more accessible and like branching out into different areas, I know I already mentioned the forum, but the autumn forum we did was a particular highlight as well because um, that was fully hybrid, but it was across three locations. So it was fully global forum. So we had bases in Brussels and Washington and virtual, Um, which I'm not sure many other people have done. Um, And the feedback we got was just so nice of our members saying how oh, well it was run. Everything looked really smooth. I think not only a personal highlight, but
0: That's an excellent point. The collaboration amongst our members is, with 2023 upon us now, what are some of the things that you are excited to see continue from the GSF Secretariat?
1: I think from the research side, something that we are particularly keen to kick off is our focus on the digital security side. It's something that we've been beginning to work on over the last few months. I think increasingly it's become quite clear that we don't really understand how everything that happens online in the digital world can impact humanitarian aid and specifically security risk management. And that kind of, I think there's a second aspect of, to kind of aid worker security now in this online sphere, which and we haven't really looked at how that converges with, with the more kind of traditional physical aspect of aid worker security. So I think we need to understand what the risks are what potentially might arise and what the impact could be and have a conversation about who's responsible for these and kind of what resources we need. So I think we've got some really exciting products coming out on the research side. We're going to have an article coming out in the next few months, which looks at the kind of intersection of the digital risks with physical risks and personal security risks in this world at the moment. And then we're going to create something a bit more practical, so a modular risk assessment tool, which allows kind of the NGOs that use it to better understand the risk that they're facing and their staff are facing and come up with ways to mitigate them. So some very exciting things that are going to be going on in terms of digital security there.
2: I was going to say from an events point of view, all the digital resource will help us in developing some events as well. So we've already got a misinformation, disinformation workshop coming up in February once the article is released and other tools we'll we can build off that and really help like disseminate the work and show the practical use of the research that we're doing.
0: Totally agree and I know last year we also did some work on crisis management and excited to see how that continues from facilitation guides to some practical partnerships on that arena. And I think more will be coming out in 2023 about those partnerships and the opportunities to engage on crisis management. And hopefully some opportunities will be hitting the region as well. So Izzy, I know you've been working a lot on the website over the last year, and you may have some exciting things coming up as well, in the 2023. So I don't know if you want to highlight anything further about that work.
3: Yeah, so we've been working on updating the website to be more user friendly, especially when it comes to kind of The becoming a member experience. So we've been working on creating some informative videos and changing the layout of the homepage slightly, just to hopefully create some more engaging material that uh, gives a clear path to those who are interested in joining uh, GISF of the steps to become a member and what to expect along the journey. So we'll be releasing that soon, which is really exciting. We've recently released a collaborative theme with the Safeguarding resource and support hub, which has a load of safeguarding materials together in one place, which we hope will provide some easy, some easily understood guidance to everyone who needs it. That's
0: really exciting. Um, looking forward to some of those resources. Let's take a look back, Scarlett, at some of the blogs from twenty twenty two. Are there any particular ones that come to mind or particularly memorable for you?
1: I think we've had loads of exciting blogs over the last 12 months. It's hard to pick a favorite. I think the one that you and I worked on together, I really enjoyed. We spoke to Prosper Raymond, who's working in Haiti. And I think that one, it got a really good response. And it was really lovely to speak to somebody who's kind of working on security firsthand. We also had a great blog by Araba Cole, who works with IRC on the research that she did alongside Panagiotis Limpiu last year. So they worked on a research paper, which we supported on which looked at kind of risk management and crisis management under uncertainty. They kind of did some interviews and kind of spoke to some people who were operating in Afghanistan around the time that the Taliban took over in 2021 and had a look at kind of the the lessons that that security managers can learn from that. So it, it, it's kind of really interesting in two ways, because you get to see the experiences that people were going through and kind of the decisions that security managers were making in Afghanistan at the time. It also speaks a lot more broadly to how do security managers make decisions in uncertainty, and it looked at you know kind of some of the behavioural and psychological aspects behind that, you know, cognitive bias and and kind of the impact of the broader narratives going on and how that impacts decision making. So I think that was a really exciting blog to introduce that research, and it, it's a really great paper.
0: Those are some great examples and highlights, definitely. And I know there were so many more topics that were covered and. In- it would be amazing if we could capture all of them in this episode. And I hope everyone takes time to go back and, and read through some of them. And also I know you have some exciting ones coming up ahead as well for 2023. So hopefully we all can uh, continue to follow those along the way. So now I I was thinking, you know, how important our members are and our members are again, the, the heartbeat of GSF and Emily, I know you've been working a lot on our members report that we do, and I don't know if you have any highlights that you want to share from that that piece of work.
4: Yeah, I think we've touched on quite a lot of them, but I've been kind of looking at it as an overview, and we've done over 70 events this year, which is crazy. So that includes kind of roundtables, workshops, webinars, and that all stems from the research that GISF conducts and the work we do with our members. I can see GISF's unique position and it kind of brings together all of our members and their expertise and good practice. So it's been really exciting to see the collaboration between everybody. Yeah, I think one of the main highlights for me was uh, HMPW, which is Humanitarian Networks and Partnerships Week. So we went in person this year to Geneva, a few of us. We did nine webinars overall. So just to share their expertise of an audience that extends outside of the direct security crowd, that was really amazing.
1: No, I think speaking of HMPW, Tara, the session that we hosted on the article that you worked on um, towards inclusive security, which looked at the impact of race, ethnicity, and nationality on aid because security, was a particularly great moment. I think that's a really great article, which I'll let you talk about because you're the expert. But I think it was great in that session to see how the article managed to prompt such a conversation—a conversation which is obviously really, really important. We should focus on making sure that we carry that forward but I think that was a moment to be particularly proud of. Thanks Scarlett it was
0: really wonderful to have the space to work on such an important article and big thanks to Lea Muttard the co-author of that piece and all the contributors who really helped make that work come to life it's really important to continue those conversations about how race ethnicity and nationality all interplay with with safety and security. And I think the impact on staff safety is tremendous and sometimes not fully looked at. And so it was a really great opportunity to spend time starting to really kind of get at that issue a bit more. And hopefully we'll continue to see more work in that area and more opportunities to kind of advance those, the, the important issues around that forward. So thanks for flagging that one. It was definitely a highlight for me in 2022 without question. And it will continue to always be part of the work that hopefully I continue to see ahead. I think it would be great for us to just maybe go around the room a little bit and have that moment of final reflection for today's podcast, but also a moment to look ahead. So if maybe we just... Take a moment, round the room, little reflections of 2022, a little look at 2023, and hopefully people have enjoyed spending some time with us today.
2: I think it was just great to get out and start doing things in person again, networking, meeting members. All the events we did are a highlight for me because they always get such great feedback, and I think, you know, me and Tara enjoyed doing them, and I hope that's a in everything that we do. I think looking ahead, especially the next few months, the two in-person forums um, is what I'm looking forward to the most. So for us in Europe, we're getting to go to Ashbourne in the middle of March, and then the guys in America getting to go to Ottawa for their in-person forum. I don't wanna say that it's a particular highlight, but I think they're very poignant because they're both the last forums for our executive director, Lisa. So there'll be time there for everyone to say goodbye to her and, you know, give her their best when she goes on to whatever she's moving on to next. Um, yeah, and then following on from that, HMPW again. Okay. So in April, we'll be back in Geneva doing more events and getting to meet more people.
0: Speaking of Ashorn and Ottawa's upcoming forums, did have the opportunity to speak with the executive director, Lisa Riley on her reflections for 2022. So we're actually going to share her little quote here
5: in just a minute. I think for me, one of the highlights of 2022 was our face-to-face forum in Brussels, that opportunity to get back to some of the... I don't know if camaraderie is the right word, but the the personal relationships, the trust building, the fun Mm. that you don't get in Zoom meetings and that opportunity to be face to face. And I think for me, what highlights that is the fact um, that. Most people who know me know that I'm I'm quite scruffy most of the time. But when I do go to forums, I try and sort of look a bit smarter. I have this really nice pair of black cowboy boots that I'm very fond of. And while we were walking to the forum with Phil Candy, so I blame him, we decided to take a shortcut through the cemetery and then discovered that we couldn't get out the other end of the cemetery. So I had to walk all the way back again. So it took us an hour and a half to do this 30-minute walk that it should have taken us to get to the, the forum. So we arrive and my feet are shredded and I'm hobbling around the forum. And Araba from IRC comes in and she's wearing these killer stiletto heels That I'm very jealous of and that are making my feet hurt even more just by looking at them. And she looks at me and she asks, and she goes, I've got a pair of flip flops in my bag. Do you want to borrow them? And I say, Oh, yes, please, because I couldn't stand it any longer. So here I am trying to run this formal forum wearing a pair of flip flops. So that's my highlight for 2022.
0: That is an excellent highlight. I I think this may be one of my highlights having just learned all of this that I didn't know being on the other end that Lisa (laughs) Riley was rocking flip-flops the whole time (laughs) and I've seen those boots they're pretty snazzy (laughs) and I love that anecdote that she just shared from 2022 it's just telling to the type of warm and amazing team that we have at gsf and hopefully megan and i can locate some flip-flops in ottawa and ashworn to help her out in advance so she doesn't have to do such hard work <laughs> yeah
2: exactly oh that's top right. of yeah. the packing list for sure
0: <laughs> so we're gonna continue with those of us online and
4: see if there are other highlights that you'd like to share this might sound like promotion for, for the new podcast series involving security risk management. We've already spoken to a few people that we're going to have on as guests and experts this year. And we've got some really exciting topics coming up.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that series as well. Many, many exciting guests and topics ahead for sure.
1: I think for some of the reasons, I'm really excited to, to work on our GISF blog in 2023 as well. I think it's a great space for us to look at kind of the biggest issues that are happening right now and it's somewhere where we can quickly react and cover like different contexts I think the blogs we did like I said on Haiti and Pakistan last year were really exciting to work on and it's great to have the opportunity to to use that space to have conversations with people about their expertise and and what issues we kind of don't get to touch in kind of our bigger events and our research so I'm excited to, to work with a really wide range of people on those.
3: I think what I'm excited for is linked to that in that we have all this really exciting research coming up and we've been developing and refining our communication strategies and our channels we released our new layout of our a new layout for our newsletter last year and so kind of continuing to share these really useful resources with all of our members and continuing to get well it's been so
0: good having all of you on the podcast today so much to unpack in 2022. We didn't even touch on nearly all of the the amazing things. I know Emily mentioned that you can check out the report that'll be coming out. Over 70 events. We even had a whole other podcast series on inclusivity with incredible guests. So many amazing episodes. I definitely encourage you everything from the incredible blogs ahead, the research ahead, the events ahead, the new communication opportunities, so much to unpack and continue, and so many highlights that um we would be remiss to say that we didn't get to them all, but all of them stand in equal status in our hearts and in our energies and, and the things that we care about. So thanks to everyone, especially our fellow secretariat members, some of whom weren't able to join us today, but we really appreciate everyone on our team, all the contributions from our members to our network we just can't wait to continue to work with all of you thanks so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you on the road where it be an event a research product a resource or even listening on our podcast so thanks again thank you Tara. Yeah.
1: Tara. thank you
0: guys see you all thanks for being Bye. with us The Global Interagency Security Forum is a member-led NGO with a global network of over 140 member organizations and affiliates. We are committed to achieving sustainable access for populations in need through improved safety and security for aid workers and operations. GISF's original research, collaboration, and events drive positive change in security risk management across the humanitarian and development sector. We operate according to humanitarian principles and lead on best practices and innovation by pushing for a collaborative and inclusive approach to security risk management.